Welcome to the Ask Cadian Show with your host, Cadian Grant. This radio show airs bi-weekly on Sundays on BBS Radio at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Cadian is a life transformation coach and the author of the upcoming book, Climbing Your Happiness Ladder. If you would like to experience extraordinary shifts in your life, tune into this life-altering show to experience Cadian's unusual coaching skills. She will guide you to greater levels of happiness, fulfillment, and connection. And now, let's ask Cadian. Hello, 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 everyone, and thank you for being here with me tonight. This is Katie and Grant, of course, your life transformation coach, and I am always here, always here to remind you of your greatness. It seems as if I haven't been here live in a while because I missed a couple of Sundays last month, and boy, did I miss being here. You know, when you have found the one thing that you love to do in your life, we call that purpose. It brings a feeling of fulfillment and meaning. You miss it when you are not doing it. This radio show is a vehicle in which I use to help others locate the life they are truly seeking and to locate who they really are because we're all so lost. And one of the greatest joy about helping others is I am helping myself as well. You are helping me too. I am learning as well. I don't think any one person has all the answers to life, but I believe we can find the answers to our situations somehow. Even I have challenging days and situations and you know, I need help too. I need someone to talk to. I learn things every day. Seriously, practically every day I learn something. Sometimes it's something really tiny. Sometimes it's huge. One of those aha moments. And the reason I learn things so often is because of my main addiction. And I have a few of them, <laughs> like all of you, but my main addiction is personal growth and development of my soul. I am addicted to it. So when I get to grow, it fulfills me in so many ways. So talking to people, whether it's clients or friends and anyone who's seeking or seeking me out and anyone who's seeking a more desirable life like me, then what they're living and want to expand that life and their heart, you know, it fulfills me so much. So that's why being back live here on the radio is so exhilarating to me. So with all what I just said, allow me to begin helping you find what you are looking for, whether it's fulfillment, connection, happiness, maybe it's purpose, all the things that make us feel productive and successful in our lives. And tonight's topic will help in that direction to assist us with understanding why we're not where we want to be right now. Let's begin to work on bringing the changes needed 
to shift things around. Maybe it's just a small step. And a lot of times it's just that, just taking that tiny step towards whatever, a tiny change, just tweaking things or making a different choice can bring loads of fulfillment to you. But most of the time, it's making that step towards what you really want is the hardest. It is the hardest. So let's work on that together. Let's begin to work on that. Remember, this is an interactive show. So call in and chat with me about anything as usual. It doesn't have to be on tonight's topic. And maybe you have a comment. You know, it don't have to be a question. It doesn't have to be a question, just a comment. I am up for any kind of conversation. So the number in to call in in the United States and Canada is 888-627-6008. Once again, in the United States and Canada, it's 888-627-6008. And anywhere else around the world directly, please call in at 323-744-4831. And and that number, once again, is 323-744-4831. Give me a call so we can chat. Well, tonight's show is on the distractions in our lives and why we distract, why we allow things to take us off our initial track. You know, that's our soul track. When I talk about our path, our, our initial path of what we came here to do. Distractions are sometimes necessary, even though we distract, but as with everything else, when it gets out of balance, it leads to something we don't want. And that's a non-productive life. Our life is productive when we are growing, evolving, living purposely, and with meaning. When we are happy, and when we are joyous, if we're not feeling those things, I would say not daily, but on a regular basis, as if you're going somewhere, then we need to look at the reason why. And distraction comes up a lot for a lot of people. And we don't want to just succeed in certain areas of our lives, like just in a career or a job, but in our whole life, all the areas of our life, we are here to be successful in manifesting those true desires we want and to manifest that desirable life we carved out before we were born. And that includes every aspect of living it, not just some, the whole. Think of your life as a whole. So, if you're just enjoying part of the whole, then you are not whole. That's what you're seeking here. You are seeking success in all areas of your life. And like I said, even if you're successful in some areas and not in others, you will feel the effects of the parts that need attention. You will. That's how the universe speaks to us. That's how God speaks to us, is those nagging feeling that 
feeling of dissatisfaction, of wanting more, of wanting something different. Don't pray for those feelings to go away. That's the universe. That's God calling you towards more happiness and a different level of success. For instance, you know, you might be doing well financially, but you want to be successful in finding relationships that really make you happy. Maybe it's to improve on certain information, if certain relationships you're already in. If that area of your life is lacking, for instance, relationship, you will feel some effects of that. You'll feel, some of us feel loneliness. And sometimes we feel misunderstood in the relationship that we are currently in. Life is very challenging for every single one of us at some point in our lives. And for some people, it is most of their lives. If someone says they have lived a challenged free life, that's questionable to me because the biggest challenge we all face is to find true fulfillment and meaning in our lives. So if they have lived a challenge-free life, they have not been living with purpose or meaning. They just haven't. You may experience it a little in parts of your life, but I guarantee you there are parts of your life that is suffering, that needs attention, and you're not giving it the attention it needs. You're ignoring that nagging that you're feeling in those areas. Also, you may find that you may find that you've experienced success on a certain level. But after a while, you will feel the wanting again because you would begin to plateau. You know, you're at that limit of that level. And when that happened, is because you need to go to deeper levels of something, deeper levels of success, deeper levels of love, and deeper levels of fulfillment. The universe, like I said, will never stop calling you towards more. That's what this life is all about. You're not here to relax (laughs) and be lazy You're here to do some work. That's why you chose to be born. And the work has great rewards if we do it. Soul work has tremendous rewards. So don't don't get too comfortable at a certain level in your life of success because there are deeper levels to explore. And distraction is one of the biggest challenges facing most people these days. That has always been difficult for us as humans, but it is even more difficult in the era we're in because of the unlimited ways we can distract ourselves. You know, and we do that to feel a temporary moment of satisfaction and happiness. But that's not the real deal. It's not the real thing. True fulfillment and meaning cannot be soothed over, cannot be bought, and it cannot be faked. True fulfillment and meaning isn't temporary. That's why it's true, meaning real. And you know it is, you know it when you feel it, because when you stop distracting yourself, that 
soothing that you were doing, the feeling of want, that wanting sets in again for you. The feeling of lack sets in again, you know? So why do we distract? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Don't we really want that life, that magnis- magnificent, magnificent, abundant life? That's, you know, to have that, it, it feels sort of unnatural to us to have that. And I'll, I'll get into that some more. You know, so when you have these undesirable feelings, why are we distracting ourselves since we are here to want so much? Why don't we find the fulfillment and meaning we're looking for to get rid of those unwanted feelings? Because they don't feel good. Why aren't we hunting for the answers we need to make us happy again? And that is really easier said than done. And let's talk about that. There's so many reasons why we distract, but I want to discuss a couple that's important and are often overlooked. Some of them is, is at a high level and we don't think about it so high. Sometimes <laughs> we are just plain lazy and complacent. Yeah, human beings could, could be like that. If you have settled into a life that is okay and have been working for you, you know, you can pay your bills, you could save a little bit, you have enough for retirement, you know, you're not doing anything, you know, grand or magnificent, but you're okay with where you are. Some people don't have that desire to initially seek out more. They just don't. They need help with that. You know, it it is a weakness for them to, to thrive for more, to want more. They may be feeling it, but they won't go after it. There is just they're lacking in inspiration and they need help with that. And there are people out there that can help them, help them with that, but they don't normally seek help. They're like, I'm okay in life. So they stay lazy and complacent. Another reason we distract is we like to keep ourselves small, believe it or not. We really do. We admire greatness. We admire people that, have reached levels of greatness and we put them on pedestals. That, that's what we do and say, oh, that's for them. That's not for me. What we are really afraid of is being just as great or greater than them. We are actually afraid of it. So we keep ourselves small. We are afraid of change. Change is difficult for people. We're afraid to be different and unique. We're afraid to stand out. Just think when you're in school, you want to be like everybody else, you know? Not wanting to find out who we really are. You're afraid of being you. You're afraid of your greatness. That's the opposite of keeping small. You're afraid, you're feeling any level of greatness can be a bit overwhelming. And we are taught to be small. We are taught to be like the herd and to be like everyone else. We are afraid to break out and be our own because we will probably lose the support 
of the people that we love and the people we have around us because people get afraid of you when you choose a different path. You know, they they get afraid. For instance, people now it's you know, we are accepting, more accepting of gay people, but there's a time where people would hide that and they would marry and have children, you know, have with the opposite sex just to hide that, you know, because they're afraid of being who they are. Another reason we distract is we are afraid to stand in our power. We really are. We are afraid to stand in our power. It scares us. It's scary, it's scary to be empowered, you know? And one thing we are really afraid of is truth. We are really afraid of the truth and the truth of where we are in our life. There are various times in your life you are not where you want to be, not wanting to address this un- unproductive life you have created You feel ashamed of it or guilty or overwhelmed, you know. Sometimes we don't want to address a dysfunctional path, past, I should say. Not wanting to embrace your own personal belief system because it's different than most of the people you know. But one day you will wake up and look around your environment and the reality you have created and you feel disappointed about and this is not what you want, and then you try to soothe it. It hurts. It's going to hurt. It hurts that you are financially strapped. It hurts that you are not with the love of your life. It hurts that you go to a job you don't enjoy and you're just waiting to retire. It hurts. You're disappointed in your life, in decisions you have made and not made. You know, um, We don't want to face the truth because then you will feel the hurt and you will feel compelled to do something about it. And a lot of us honestly don't want to do something about it. We just want to leave things as it is. So our biggest distraction is truth. We don't want to face it. All right. These are only some of the ways we distract. So call me and let me know how you distract if I haven't mentioned, you know, something here that you are doing. And once again, the number in the U.S. and Canada is 888-627-6008 and anywhere else around the world directly, 323-744-4831. Give me a call so we can chat. You know, all of the distractions in your life the ones I've listed, like truth, afraid of your greatness, afraid of change, and the ones I haven't listed add up to your own personal desires and dreams. How desirable are you? How big do you dream? How big are your dreams? Your dreams and desires is uniquely your own. What will make you happy is uniquely your own. You designed this magnificent life before you arrived here, but to live it, it takes a bit of work. And when you're off track, meaning when we were born, 
we were taken off our life's blueprint by the people that raised us. They didn't have a written blueprint or instructions about us. So they try to raise us the way they think is best for us. And this generation is really waking up to how big of a mistake that is because we're feeling the effects of that even though they didn't know that they try to mold us into who they think we should be. And those negative emotions you're feeling, they're there to remind you. They're there to remind you that you're off track. But instead of embracing embracing that unhappiness and the unfulfillment, we distract ourselves in order not to feel. We settle, we conform, and we avoid this nagging attention that's there to help us. I remember when I was, as a child growing up, I have six brothers and sisters. I have three brothers, two are still alive, and three sisters. And I realized early on in my life how different I was from my brothers and sisters. And we were all different, but I was, I mean, vastly different than they were. They were more in alignment with each other. And I had one sister with that her goal in life, her dream in life was to have a huge wedding, walk down the aisle in the grandest dress and have gorgeous looking children. And she would talk about this every night and kind of bore me to death because that's not where my dreams were. My dreams were I wanted to travel around the world I wanted to solve world hunger. I wanted to help people live a better life. So our dreams were so different. And so when I would tell her my dreams, she will laugh because she, she, you know, and say, that's crazy. Like who dreams like that? Um, That's impossible. It was impossible to her, you know, because she weren't having her dreams. Her dreams was more limited than mine's. And my brothers probably wanted to dress up and drive a nice car and nobody wanted to go to college and I wanted to go to college. So because I was so different, what did I do? I settled I, and I conformed. So I tried to like the things that they liked and do the dress up thing and and see their dreams, you know, in my reality. But all that did was was it left me overwhelmed and unhappy because I was repressing my own desires and my own dreams for a while. I I was trying to fit in, but in reality, I was not made to fit in. I was different. So for a while there, I was losing myself some more because I was trying to be loved more by my brothers and sisters and family. And it it didn't work, obviously, <laughs> because here I am, not solving world hunger, but I'm helping people. You know, I love to help people improve on their lives. So I want to know what the biggest challenge you are facing right now. Let's begin working on it. Let's begin. Try, let's try to take it to the next level. What can we do? So please give me a call so we can chat. And the number, once again, in the U.S. and Canada is 888-627-6008. And anywhere else around the world, directly 323-744-4831. Give me a call with 
anything that you would like to talk about. And when I get back, I will discuss ways we distract, which won't be a surprise to you, but also some unusual ways that we distract ourselves that you probably haven't realized were distractions. And I'll be right back. Hello, this is Cadian Grant of Ask Cadian. And every fourth Thursday of each month, I will be facilitating a life transformation group coaching online class. This class will begin on January 28th. If personal one-on-one coaching isn't for you right now, and you would like assistance with change in your life, then I highly recommend getting started with this class. Each month, we will work on a particular theme. I will answer questions, coach, and be there for your personal development. For more information, please visit my website at www.kadiangrant.com and click on Group Coaching to begin your transformation. I am here to remind you of your greatness in every way. My name is Bernadette Evans. I am a member of the Dialogue Party Toastmasters located in Franklin Township, Somerset, New Jersey. I've been a member since 2015 and served as secretary for the club. I joined Dialogue Party Toastmasters because I wanted to develop the skill of public speaking. Dialogue Party Toastmasters provides a structured, friendly, and supportive environment that promotes leadership, growth, mentoring, and personal development. Additionally, I have made several new acquaintances, personally and professionally. We have lots of fun as the leaders encourage and guide us in fulfilling our goals. I invite you to stop by and see what Dialogue Party Toastmasters is doing, and let us answer any questions that you may have. We meet the second and fourth Tuesday of each month. During the summer, we meet at the First Baptist Church of Lincoln Gardens here in Franklin Township. And during the school year, meetings are held at the Samson G. Smith Middle School, also located in Franklin Township. I look forward to seeing you. Welcome back and welcome to the second half of this show. And tonight we are talking about the distractions in our lives and why we distract. So distractions are at an all-time high, (laughs) really, we are. And there are things that aid us in that area that wasn't around 30 years ago, 20 years ago, a decade ago, that that's pushed it to such a limit. I think Facebook is only like 
12 years old. Instagram is only five years old. And I think Snapchat is less than five years old. We are creating things faster, quicker to help us distract our lives. Every day, more and more things are being developed, you know. You have to take the initiative to work on yourself, to make sure you're aligned to that life you carved out before you hit earth running. You have to take control. If you're an adult, you can't keep blaming others for your unproductive and unhappy life. You have to take the control. You have to own it and move forward. And that begins with limiting what's keeping you from doing that. Limit the distractions, face the hurt, look at the unwanted feelings you're having. You are in charge of your life. And adults begin teaching your children early because this next generation was born in that all-time high distraction era. That's all they know. When I was a kid, we played outside. We we rode our bicycles. TV was that was not that important. We loved outside actually more than the TV. You know, video games didn't come into play until I think I might have been a teenager when they came in. But we loved to play outside with our friends. We weren't that distracted. Remind your children of their greatness. Show them, show them otherwise, show them other things, show them that there's so much more to life, show them how you are taking control and how you are rewriting your story, so to speak, how you are creating the life that you want. Do it together. You know, we can work together. That is how we're going to really, um, Um, get rid of some of this distraction is us really working together and reminding each other of our path and our own personal happiness. So take moments out of the day to work on it with yourself and with your children and with other children, you know, and with other people. And kids are really, really great at expressing these days and sharing because they are allowed. I grew up in a generation where we were not allowed to express and they are, they know their rights, they speak up. So you're, as you're teaching them, they're passing it on. This is something we all can work on together or else we'll fall prey to the distractions and it takes time to get away from it. It takes time to, um, to get back on track because you could get distracted for a while. I was even paying attention to myself the other day. And this one thing I've been on for like five days, I had to really check my calendar. I was thinking, oh my God, five days since I've been doing this nonsense. I really need to stop it. You know, I'm distracted, you know? So we have to really pay attention to our lives. At the beginning, I said, sometimes distractions is fine, just as long as it is not out of balance. And that is true. 
It's fine to get out of daily routines. It's even fine not to want growth and evolution of your soul at times. Sometimes I feel overloaded with it, you know, and I need to chill out for a minute, just put my addiction down because it's too much. And and I have to remember that I can sleep longer than five hours and sleep a whole day if I wanted to. And I have to remember to waste time playing with my adult children. My youngest is 18 now. And to have fun with them because there's going to be a time where I don't see them as much. I have to remember to check on my friends and family, you know, on social media or without social media, just to see how things are going in someone's life, to see what they're up to. I love to sit in my car under a tree and just imagine and just dream and just converse with the universe and write, write out my thoughts, write out my feelings. And when I'm doing that, my phone is off. I don't want the distraction. Nothing is that urgent that for an hour, I can't, you know, I have to address right away. I could take that hour for myself. You have to remember to enjoy life and let the troubles of the world go. You are not going to solve world hunger, even though that was one of my dreams as a child. We're not going to solve it as a species in this lifetime. Stop assessing about it. Right now, you know, the Olympics is going on and I am engrossed in the Olympics. As a Jamaican, I love track and field because that is where my country shines. I love watching that, like right after, right, what's happening right now is the semifinals with the men's 100 with Hussein Bolt. And, you know, I'm on the air and I can't see it. And people, I can see my phone, people are gearing up because I'm getting text messages. And, but at nine, I think it's 930 is the finals. I will be glued to my computer watching my country and cheering them on. It's, it's fun distraction. And I love to I love when other countries win a medal for the first time. Yesterday, Puerto Rico won a medal, a gold medal for the first time in tennis. I was obsessing a little bit on the computer about it and reading about it. It makes me happy for them, you know. This will distract me until August 19th when it's over. And then I get back to my regular stuff. So distractions isn't bad until it's out of balance. So, but you have to catch yourself. You have to re- be responsible to catch yourself. Okay. So, what do we use as a distraction? Hmm. I'm going to talk about some of the obvious ones first, and then I'll talk about some that we use as a distraction and don't realize that's what they have become in our lives. So, for instance, um, the second biggest distraction in our lives is, of course, television and social media. Phones, internet, all of that fall there. They are more than just distractions. They are addictions at this point. And I'm involved in it too, because I have to remember to put my phone down. You know, think about how many hours in the day you reach for your phone. You look at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
the television if you have the t- a television and if you don't you don't even really need one these days how many times during the day you're hunted for information via the internet if you don't have a television you are on the internet looking for information the hunt for data is at an all time high is intriguing i know i stay up late night sometimes i have to force myself to go to sleep so i to get away from you know the stuff i'm looking at we want to know stuff and things about others next addictions addictions is a distraction it allows us to escape our lives addictions come in so many forms and every day we create new ones the second largest distraction i mentioned earlier is not just a distraction it's an addiction you know and there's so many others shopping drugs alcohol caffeine sugar sex and those are the ones that are old and we're familiar with now we have new ones like personal growth <laughs> is an addiction drama we could get addic- addicted to bad news you have people that are really pessimistic they like bad news they like disappointments and there are so many others that can pop up you know given the time we're in another way we distract is we keep busy we keep busy we keep busy we keep busy and we do that in order not to feel in order not to face truth about our lives and ourselves those truths i was talking about earlier if we are not where we want to be we want to keep busy because we don't want to face it and sometimes a lot of times it is daunting and overwhelming and we don't have the energy and the strength to do something about it another distraction is relationships this is a huge distraction our children can become a distraction i used this one for many for many many years when i was unhappy in my life i turned to my children for that happiness so i wasn't doing anything for myself my excuse was i have to do for my children so i that's what i did 24/7 was for them and running to sports and karate and soccer and dance and ice skating and all over the place and doing homework and and um homeroom mom, mom and and things like that and had a very little time for myself it was a distraction it was a distraction from my life i didn't want to see how unhappy i was and this only made me unhappier and led me to be um clinically depressed for almost 2 years you are here to work on yourself you are here to work on your soul's path that's why you came here There are very few people that are here to be at stay at be a stay at home mom. They enjoy that, that's all they do, and they really love it. I wasn't enjoying it to that extent because when I had a couple minutes to myself, I started to feel the wanting. I remember when I had myself, my son actually I was still working at 
Lucent Technologies and how I wanted to get back into the workplace. You know, I wanted to do that. I really was tired of being at home for so long. You know, I love my children to death, but there is a life that I needed to live. And you can both be there for your children and live that life. I get this question a lot from 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 mothers really and they say it in a very guilty way and they'll ask me is it okay to want to get away for the weekend for my from my children and I say absolutely it's okay that doesn't mean you doesn't love your children but you need time for yourself and when you give too much of yourself there is very little left to give to those children I was operating like that for a long time on the relationship, we also distract by taking care of family members or elderly, sickly family members. You know, we this is another distraction, and I see that a lot in my family, where we feel like we have to because it's our mom, our dad, and they're elderly, and so on and so forth. Once again, it's like children. If you are not totally enjoying this and this is what you're made for and some people are but very few you have to get creative in how you can take care of them because we want them to be taken care of we want to love them in that way but you um taking a detour off your path and sometimes this could last for years because sometimes they could live a very long time. And this person I'm talking about um, lived till they're almost 91. Um, it takes you off. And what happened was the person taking care of that person was becoming resentful because there was more they wanted to do. And it's not that you don't love them. It's just that you are here to walk in your light. And you're not here to deter from your path for that long. Don't wait until the person you're taking care of leave this planet before you want to get back on your journey and continue. You know, work on figuring out how you can do both because you can. Under relationship or romantic relationship. A lot of us do that. You know, um, I did that. That was another one I did as well. You know, I was in a good marriage, but I was unhappy in that good marriage because I wanted more. You remember that story I told you how I was different from my um, sisters and brothers and how my dreams were bigger and they couldn't get my dreams? Well, I married someone like that who didn't understand my dreams either and couldn't dream as big. And you know, I didn't want to move too far along with my personal growth because this person wasn't ready. I tried to get this, this person ready and it didn't work. So what I did, I put my life on hold. I said, okay, I'll give him time to catch up. But guess what? He never did. Still haven't caught up and we're divorced now. But um, it's, you can't delay your life either. So I delayed my life for about five to seven years. And then it was just so hurting to me that I started to do it alone. And I had a, a spouse that allowed that. He said, that made you happy. I can't go with you, but you go ahead. And I did that. I did that by myself, but that becomes 
as it's like you're just in a relationship by yourself. So don't use the romantic relationship to hinder your growth, to hinder your soul's path. You know, there, there are distractions and it will catch up to you eventually. And you're just wasting time, you know, when you know it, because we know it when a relationship is over. It doesn't have to be romantic. It could be with other people. We know it, but we stay for the children. We make up all kinds of excuses why, you know, and honestly, we shouldn't do that. You're not making yourself happy. You're not making that person happy and your children are not happy. And they know that they see the difference in the relationship. And lastly, another way we distract is through survival. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are surviving and they're not thriving. They're paying bills. They're putting food on the table. They're living day to day, paycheck to paycheck. That's a distraction. You are here to dream big and to desire more. And survival is a distraction. Even people with money, they can just be surviving, you know, they're just not doing anything. They could get lazy and complacent. You know, they could fall into that category. But you're just going along every day um, and not connecting to who you really are, not feeling what you're supposed what you need to feel to move beyond the hurt, to move to move beyond the, the unfulfillment, you know. So we can get creative with distraction and mask it as something else. The ones I just um, talked about, most people are similar, similar with, um, familiar with, I should say. But there are some that we mask really well and we give it a different meaning because we don't want to face the truth. The truth is really hard for us to face. And so the ways we distract that we don't realize it is, is a distraction and it's that mask for us are one, obsessions. We can spend too much time thinking about and doing one thing. We can get obsessed about something. That's a distraction. For instance, um, exercising. You have some people that live in the gym 24-7. They're there. What other goals are you avoiding by focusing so much on this one task? Unless you're trying to win gold in the Olympics, there are other things needed addressing in your life. And those people in the Olympics that are, that is their path, you know, they have this goal that they're focused on brings other things to them like financial um, wealth and so on and so forth, so on and so forth, and relationships and so on and so on. But what are you doing if that's not what your soul path is? If it's just about being healthy in a good body, there is more to your life than that. Obsessing over it is a distraction. So stop and think about that. What am I avoiding by being in the gym all the time? Are you avoiding going home? Are you avoiding your friends? What are you avoiding? Obsession is a, is a distraction. Another one is fantasies. Dreams and fantasies are different. Dreams is what we will move will move you towards the magnific magnificent life you are designing desiring if you take steps to manifest it. Dreams helps you and it uplifts 
humanity. Fantasies are different. They're just wishing you have someone else's life or wanting something that's not necessarily part of your soul's path. These people are just wasting time and gets more and more of track with their soul plan every day. What they're fantasizing about isn't uplifting humanity as well. For example, people will spend a lot of time on porn sites sites that's not uplifting humanity or moving you closer to your soul path that's just moving you away so fantasies are a distraction the next one i'm probably gonna get a lot of flack for but um this is how i see it and it's not a judgment about it but i've been there and i've seen it with people, religion can be a distraction. Whenever you're following what you're being taught without you questioning your own personal beliefs is a distraction. And we use religion not to manifest the life we came here to live. We use it, we use the phrases and the lessons in it to keep ourselves small. For instance, I had a women's clothing store Um, in an upscale neighborhood one time for about five years. And when the people that came in that didn't have money um, and they they saw the price of the items and they couldn't afford it, they, I'm telling you, I've heard this over and over. They'll say, well, the Bible says, um, Jesus said in the Bible, the poor would always be among us and I'm one of those poor people. And I used to shake my head because That's just keeping yourself small. You are not dreaming big enough. You are distracting from your life. You are that survival, you know, in that survival distraction. You are really not trying to live that life you came here to live. And you're using religion for that, where religion should not be used in that way. Tending to others' grass and not tending to yours. Yeah, when you are in other people's business and not tending to your own life, you are avoided and distracted from your own life and your own soul's path. Sometimes we busy ourselves trying to help others or tear others down and not live our own life. Stay in your lane. What are you, where are you on your journey? And lastly, this one is unique and gratitude can be a distraction. Yeah, being grateful. We are taught to be grateful for what we have and that is true, we should be grateful, but do not dismiss your unhappiness. For example, you might be thinking that you have great health and another person for instance is in a wheelchair and and you're to be grateful for healthy working legs and go on with your daily life and not complain at all. But that's just a way to distract from what you are truly feeling. The person in the wheelchair might be feeling something you haven't felt ever, authentic happiness. You need to go and find yours and do not compare your life or be judgmental of somebody else's life to make you feel good about where you are in your life. Do not dis, do not ever dismiss your true feelings. The real the reason you're feeling them, remember, is because you want more. You want better. Another person's fulfillment is not your fulfillment. Another purpose person's happiness is not your happiness. A desirable life is unique to the individual. Right? So don't 
say you're grateful for what you have when inside you are really feeling otherwise. Okay? And this one I say for last because it's the biggest distraction that there is than everything else. And we don't pay attention to it that much. The most powerful distraction and the number one distraction is our thoughts. Our thoughts are distracting. Oh my goodness. They're usually negative. They're usually not really about the reality we are on. Like we can easily fantasize and obsess and and create scenarios and situations that would never happen. We'll create realities that we're never in. We'll create situations like we see car crashes that it's not going to happen to us because somebody else was in a car crash. Our thoughts, oh my God, is a distraction. And most of the time, they're not really uplifting you. So try to control them and become the observer of them is the best thing. And I'm telling you, it's difficult. People say to meditate and after a while you begin to control and and be an observer of your thought thoughts, and that's true. But to be honest with you, that takes time. It took me a long time, a long time to do that through med- meditation, and I gl- I'm glad I stuck with it. But it did take a while for that to happen. So what I would like you to do as a exercise, I'm gonna give you a real quick exercise before I go off the air. I have a few minutes. Is I want you to take a few minutes every day. And I want you to have a pen and paper with you or a tape recorder or both. You know, these days we use technology. I want you to be in a quiet place. It could be in your house. For me, I love to sit in my car, wherever your place is. It could be just out of your environment if you want to sit in Starbucks or something. And I want you to have your favorite drink. And I want you to sit there and I want you to write down the things that you are thinking about. Just keep writing down these things. Get them out your head. Write them down. And it could do for at least 15 minutes. I want to do it for more than an hour, you know. But after a while writing, what's going to happen is those thoughts that's running across your mind will begin to go away and make way for your true feelings about things. And then you will be journaling your true feelings. And then I want you to not look at it at the same time, maybe the next day, read back what you wrote and see how much of that you're familiar with, how much of that was your thought, how much, you know, analyze it, see how much of that was what you really want in life. And when you do that, you are helping those thoughts come under control. So when they're happening, you will begin to observe them and not fall prey to them. You won't let them take over your life. And this would take a little time to to happen. And even if you're meditating, you could do it along with meditation. And if you like the meditation and do that, that's fine too. You know, but this this is just another way of doing that. And that journaling or recording that you're doing will turn into 
a life plan for you. You will see your desires. And as you're writing them down, you are dreaming. You are imagining and expanding a different from, you know, a, a different reality from where you are. So that's it for tonight. And remember, distractions lead to an, un, an unproductive life. And we are here to be productive and to be successful. I will see you in a couple of weeks and I hope your couple of weeks are wonderful. And remember, I am here to remind you of your greatness. Good night.